What's up, guys? Welcome to the Shay It Like It Is podcast. I'm your host, Shay, and this podcast is meant to take you through my story and others like it in hopes that it brings you hope and light looking into the future. I'm so happy you're here. If you want to support this podcast, you can leave a review. That way we can reach more people that may really need it. You can also follow me on Instagram at shayellis, S-H-A-Y-E-E-L-L-I-S-S for updates. Thank you so much for joining me. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Shay It Like It Is, episode 17. I have such a special guest here with me today. Um, she is an artist. She's a creative. And um, I met, she's one of the first people I actually met in Tennessee, besides some of my sister's friends, but my first friend in Tennessee. So um, everyone give a big old warm welcome to Hannah. Woo! Thank you guys. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's like, we're just, we're like, oh, ah, yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I imagined is the audience is just like, oh my God, got some cool people on here. I'm so happy to be one for of real. them. I know. I'm, I'm so happy. This was actually a spur of the moment type of thing, which I absolutely love. Um, for those of you who have listened or are new here, um, fun fact, I don't really normally have a plan for this. Like I'll obviously schedule people in sometimes, but I really rather it be a more organic conversation than, you know, coming up with questions in advance. So I like that. I just, it shows. Yeah. Well, thank you. I just like to ask, what are you most passionate about? So we're going to get into that with Hannah in just a second. Um, but I want to tell them the story of how we met actually, because I just think it's cute. And she kind of, that was such a vulnerable and such a cool thing for you to do. Yes. I think that's great. So I, well, I had met Hannah prior, just like through my sister at a coffee shop a couple times, but we didn't actually like talk. I, I remember seeing you a couple times at the coffee shop. No, it was, I DM'd you. No, but before that, like I just, oh, I remember you had seen just me. seeing you. Okay, like, working. yeah, yeah. I took your order. So then, I took your coffee order. Yes. <laughs> so then, uh, Hannah, were you already following me on Instagram? I must have, or Haley po- posted you. Yeah. And then I followed you from there. Yeah. Okay. So Haley already knew Hannah, and so Hannah DM'd me on Instagram and. For those of you, again, who have listened to my podcast, um, I did a gig, my first ever solo gig, and actually Hannah is the one that um, DM'd me about it. She's the one that invited me to do that gig. Mm-hmm. And it was just so cool because I just was like, oh my gosh, someone believes in me? Hell like, yeah. I don't know. Or like, I just had never been approached, approached like, that. like that before. And I like, I post on my Instagram all the time of me singing, but it's not, I don't do it for that I just kind of do it but I just like it you never know who's looking yeah that was so cool and she like I mean so she was part of that and then so obviously Hannah and I got to talking um just there and whatever setting up and I remember going up to you and this is such a Shay thing to do I literally went up to her and I was like you're really cool like I think I want to be friends I Is love, that what I said? Yeah, you were like, I really like your vibe. Can we be friends? And I was like, Fuck, yes, we can, of course. <laughs> like for someone to be like, hey, I see you and I see your energy and I'd really want to be a part of that. I was like, ditto. Yeah. Like, 
we're just reflections of each other, I think. And that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. it was just, well, thank you. But it was, I, yeah. So anyways, that's how um, our friendship came to be. Um, and then we kind of just started hanging out. Um, like I said, Hannah is one of the creatives of Clarksville. Oh, thank you. And um, so she often invites me to go to galleries or go to art walks or whatever. And they're always so fun. And I, I, I wouldn't really... I wouldn't say I necessarily would have done like done any of that on my own just because I, I, I'm was and still I would say I'm still new here. So like I just don't really go looking for events, and so it's kind of cool to have someone so entwined in like the Clarksville creative world um, to like really bring me around and like you know see everything. So that was cool. Hell yeah. Um, but anyways, today we are going to be talking about. Um, what you're most passionate about and when i asked what you were most passionate about you said all right let's try to remember exactly what i said by verbatim um i'm super passionate about people processing their stuck emotion um and i've only found it through doing art but i've heard friends like go dancing and like let it out therapy is always like really great um which i'm like a huge lover of therapy but there does come a time where you're like holy crap I like you can't talk to your therapist every day Mm -hmm. um or maybe you can but that's expensive as hell (laughs) (laughs) so you know I go and I write about it or I'll paint about it or and this is only very recently Mm -hmm. um I suppressed it for so long but the funny thing about trauma or you know these stuck emotions is like it will catch up to you Mm -hmm. No matter what, it might be lurking in the Mm -hmm. shadows, but it will come up and it might come out in really bad relationships choices. Like I could speak from my own experience. Um, So you'll see that happen. And so I'm taking it into my own hands to be like, hey, I'm going to just process it. And hopefully I'll learn from being able to release the anger, release the this, that, or the other that way it doesn't follow me right um because it's already because at some point it's gonna come out like i mean you can stuff it down as much as you want literally it's It's like that monster under the bed we know it's there yeah Yeah. like i'm gonna just be like yo yeah what do you want yeah yeah and i think like the the idea of using art or just a creative outlet Mm -hmm. in general to kind of get through those things is really beautiful and i do know i mean i i do know that some people don't agree with therapy they don't want to go to therapy whatever it is right i tried therapy personally i didn't love it yeah it's it's really not for everyone yeah and um it's also intimidating sometimes you have to do therapy dating where you kind of like date around to find a therapist if they're like for you or not and that that's kind of where i was at it was just it was exhausting or you work with a therapist for super long and then you have to leave due to insurance or maybe it's like a shorter thing Yeah, I have to start over again with someone. Yeah. So therapy, of course, is a beautiful thing. But I think that knowing there's other things out there to help you get through the The experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that that's a very cool thing. Um, And I I know personally, I use playing piano, for example, as therapy. After work, usually... I don't always, like sometimes I post about me playing piano, but some, I mean, most of the time I don't. And I pretty much play every day after I get off work 
I'll just play for a little while and I'll sing and it just really releases the I can literally like feel the tension just like releasing off my yeah, chest it goes through you, you know and out yeah yeah and I mean art obviously playing piano singing is is one form but like actually physically doing art and like seeing what comes out out of that yeah I mean it doesn't always turn out how you want it yeah which can definitely which, be frustrating yeah but it is it's it's that release mm-hmm. and like the way you use your voice like it's that release um or sometimes I'll do spoken word poetry which I love thank you absolutely love. and that is just such a you can give voice to that stuckness or Mm -hmm. or voice to that emotion yeah and it's a really beautiful thing to get feedback and I mean maybe that's like a a stroke to my ego but I have people say like I could have wrote those words Mm -hmm. and it's like that's the point yeah is we might be the vessel to write it right but it's felt by so many other people yeah and like which when, is beautiful yeah when people hear you sing or you know all those things and that's for any one of the creative modalities of like art dance like if you watch someone do this like super beautiful like lyrical like, yeah yeah it's like damn yeah you feel that energy like yeah. it's contagious and you I think that's just so freaking beautiful. Yeah. And then you can also process the feelings that aren't so beautiful. Right. Um, Like, I have a lot of angry pieces right now. And it's like, well, that's just where you're at. Yeah. And it will get better. Yeah. But you've got to get it out. Yeah. Yeah. I have noticed that my art, like, very obviously, directly, (laughs) directly is, it has to do and reflects my mood or what I'm going through or whatever. But I can say, after I have drawn it out to me it almost feels like I gave it I I drew it on the page and it is no longer on my heart it's now on the page and I close the book yeah and I don't feel the tension from that emotion or situation exactly anymore you can close that chapter it's like okay I I I gave you a name like I did the I did you a service of acknowledging that. Yeah. Um, Which, like, also goes into, like, inner child stuff is, like, right, if these things happen to us when we're little, we didn't know how to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Now, as adults, we can write it out, like, yeah, that was bullshit what happened. Or I could write it in a poem, and I can say, okay, like, I honored that part of you that couldn't talk or speak about it, Mm -hmm. and now I can. Yeah. And, like, give it, like, the truth of hey, this happened. It sucked. Right. But we're better for it. Yeah. And we can get it out and we can just move on. Yeah. Um, so you're it, healing that. Yeah, yeah. It's such a release. Yeah. It's so cathartic. Mm-hmm. Like, such a good feeling to be like, damn. Yeah. Got it out. Okay. Yeah. Like, what's next? Like, because yeah. you don't have to stay stuck. Yeah. And we're not saying like, I mean, I mean, this isn't like a, like, it's not a, it, it, it doesn't always work that way obviously no. if it's like deep-seated stuff no like you're not just gonna draw it on a page or paint or and whatever poof. It's, poof it's gone but this is a really good way to kind of start on that journey of healing that thing like there is still conversations inner monologues that have to happen before 100 that thing is healed yeah but uh an example i drew this this piece where it was a girl, me, and she was kind of kneeling uh, on the ground with her hand on the ground and her head was down. 
and she was naked and she had uh, strings coming out of her back and the strings looked like they were tied in to her back. Mm-hmm. So like the, you know, bleeding, whatever. And the strings were attached to hands that were pulling, pulling from her. And I'm sure, I mean, everyone can obviously think about what they think that means, but I felt very, like everyone was taking from me. No one was giving, so I was I was tired and I was worn down and everyone was taking without actually like coming up and seeing if I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, everyone, and I, I, often like a people pleaser can feel that way because they do give a lot. And sometimes that's how I feel. You know, I just feel like I'm being taken from. And so anyways, after I drew that, I immediately felt better because that was just like a inner like if if you guys if any of you have like anxiety it's kind of like a heavy it just feels heavy on your chest you know yeah and so I always say it's on my heart because it's like heavy on your chest so it's like it's on my heart right now and so after I drew that I felt a lot better I felt a lot but it didn't mean I didn't still feel that in general sure like but but it also shows you too it's like I don't have to be that woman Mm -hmm. anymore yeah right like we say we're people pleasers because there are certain things that have happened for us to be that way but it's like cool like I don't have to be that girl that gets taken from all of the time anymore yeah and to see that visually you're like holy crap look how sad she is yeah look how defeated she is like her light is being snuffed out taken like that's something I'm working on too is like a piece about that yeah um and so many people feel that way and it's super cool to share that and be like it will resonate and like ripple and like affect so many people. And I think that's so beautiful. And I also, I want to kind of revisit when we were talking about it doesn't always turn out the way you want. Art therapy is what I'm going to call it for for a a second. Art therapy isn't for those who are, who call themselves artists. It's not only for those who call themselves creatives. It's not only for those who can draw or paint or whatever. Yeah, art is for everyone. Art is for everyone. And it's it's kind of like, it makes me think of Ratatouille. Everyone can gook. You know oh, I, I love mean? that. Yes. But it's true. Yes. Like, um, this person once told me that it doesn't matter what the piece turns out. Because even if you messed up, it's how it was meant to be. Like, I suck at drawing people. I'm going to be honest. I'm not great at it. I'll get better. But I'm not great at it right now. In my mind, I'm not good at it. But I still draw them. And then when I'm I'm done, I'm like, well, that's not how I envisioned it was going to turn out. But that's how it was meant to be. That's how it was supposed to turn out. And that's what makes your art unique. 100%. And if you want to get better on figure drawing, then take a class on figure drawing. Yeah. Like, that's for sure me. I'm like, oh. But that's a perfectionist in us is like, oh, yeah. well, it's not done this way. Or the, I'm a sucker for proportions. Mm, same. And. Bad at, I'm so bad at it. Yeah. And then <laughs> I'll see some beautiful pieces in Nashville. And I'm like, there aren't even like rules in this proportion. There's yeah. like, this is not proportioned whatsoever. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that way. And yeah. I think there's also a lot of like beautiful weight and symbolism in having it not be proportioned oh yeah um, what's that is it is it van gogh who had the scream uh i'm pretty sure is that van gogh I so sorry so. i'm so pretty sorry, sure you guys, too also same wrong. like the- um <laughs> i think it was van gogh and he had the scream yeah he wasn't no per- he looked no. like 
And a lot of his shit was goofy as hell. But imagine everyone who's now looking back and they're like, oh, he he elongated his mouth for a reason. He made him this color for a reason. Right. Like... So people will be looking back at it and they're kind of making their own narrative. A hundred percent. To it, which and is beautiful because it's kind of, it's also showing them a little bit. Yeah. By that, their interpretation yeah. is showing yeah. a little bit of them themselves mm-hmm. by how they're interpreting Absolutely. this piece. Yeah. Know? Like I drew a piece and it had, uh, there's a tarot card um, called Justice and it's of a woman holding a sword and um, the scales. And more often than not, um, the sword isn't higher than the scales or something like that. And she's sometimes blindfolded. And in my piece, I was like, she will not be blindfolded because this is about seeing Mm -hmm. the things that are happening. And it was a very angry, like, poem. And so I wanted that sword to be higher than the scales because it was talking about taking justice on those that have harmed us. So there are reasons that some artists do yeah. certain things. Yeah. And so it is cool to be like, you get to make up your own rules when yeah. you do that. Yeah, it is. It is very cool. But, and I feel like everyone has their own uh, medium too, yeah. which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like each medium can even mean something. Oh, like heck yeah. I mostly draw with pencil and then I do some charcoal yeah, I'm, dab- I'm dabbling yeah. in charcoal um charcoal is very cool it's very hard to use um but and then Hannah don't you use like paint mostly or what would you I say I started with watercolor right, right, wild. Right, right, right and then I've gotten off of it for a long time too and I like to sketch I've been messing with charcoal too it's all also a pain yeah I've just been trying to get playful with different mediums yeah like today I, I just posted about taking photography like i would oh yeah yeah. yeah i yeah. went out with my really good friend and we just took a bunch of photos and i have a dsl or camera or whatever i have no idea how to use it but it's like play which that's a that's actually another good point too is is photography is another oh hell yeah medium i, I oh absolutely that, but, uh i mean you can really tell a story with yeah photography yeah you know and that, you can just freaking use your phone if you want. That's like, true, too. You know exactly. I mean? If you like, don't have the fancy smancy stuff, like yeah. whip out your iPhone or Samsung or whatever. Yeah, and, and just... I actually, I, I like to do that. That's why my, like, my Instagram, sometimes I, I do like to use, like, photography as, or even, like, portraits yeah. that I post. Sometimes I do it's, certain we things. We love aesthetics. Yeah. We like and, pretty things. But it's just, but anyways, the mediums in general, I feel like all tell their own story. So... I I can't I can't necessarily I mean I I can paint I could and it is colorful and you can get different colored charcoals but I, like for me if I'm doing charcoal I'm going to be expressing dark like darkness and like I mean I used charcoal and I made like a lantern and then I had it was all dark and then the middle of it was light coming from it um and I I feel like that's really cool too I just love like that. it's not even a different medium but it's like they each express something different, I feel like. Yeah. And I just, I, I think that's very cool. But, yeah. And playing with color, too. That's, like, yes. something I'm working on is because I'm doing so much dark emotions mm-hmm. of, like, anger or rage or this or that, I want it to be aesthetically pleasing. I'm sick of working with black, red, and white. Right. Is really what it is. Right. So... Um, when we did go to that art class and how that creator uses such bright colors, mm. I'm like, ooh, 
I want to do a series called Feminine Rage, but only use those like pretty pinks and purples and blues because it almost tricks you. Yeah. Because the actual image will be pretty dark. Yeah. But it's going to be super colorful, like Lisa Frank vibes or something like that. So I'm excited to do something like that. Because I'm not, I don't really use color all that often. And that was really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's been fun. Hannah brought me to this paint night, and it was with a Clarksville artist. Yeah. And she uses a lot of colors, like Hannah just said. Um, and so it was really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, her her painting that we were, her painting that we were going to be going off of actually wasn't really that colorful. It was mostly blues. Yeah, exactly. But Hannah and I kind of got off the cuff. creative a little with it. Like I did like pink, a pink sky, and like blue mountains and. You know, I just did different colors because yeah. I kind of wanted to explore yeah. a little bit. I think I did some maroons in there. I'm not sure. But... Yeah, we definitely had a very colorful palette. Yeah. around with it. But, like, there, there is a reason that art therapy is a thing. Like, that's a real thing. Yeah, it is. My friend is actually in art therapy. It's very cool. Um, but it is very healing for people. Not even... I mean, obviously, with traumas, things that they need to get through. But also, like, people who have like autism a lot of kids who have autism that's very good for them to be creative 100 um for kids to just have that outlet you know because i mean kids have things that they don't even know how to express with their mouth right they have a lot of things inside their brain and their heart that they don't know how to verbally express to you but they can get it out on paper and that's i mean i i would say that's the same for adults sometimes we don't verbally know how to like say something or talk about something but what a cool thing to be able to have like at that age yeah because my boss he works with a lot of students um and you just see them get creative and maybe they're not telling you what's going on or telling their parents what's going on but you could see it reflected in their work yeah just so beautiful yeah so so i think super healing yeah i I just i think that that's all very it's just so cool to see that um, I, th- I would love to do like a class, like teaching kids how to, I don't know, just like a little class, like just teaching them how to paint a sunflower or something, Heck yes. but then just like allowing them to just get messy. Yeah. You know, that'd yeah. be so cute. That'd be so cool. But, um, yeah. Anything else you want to add? I don't think so. Oh, I loved this. I love this. I know. I love our impromptu. Just the, I know. Impromptu. I love that. So get creative. I guess that's yeah. what I have to say is like get creative and um you can't mess up yeah like you, you can't. said it's you literally cannot yeah it's exactly how you're feeling in that moment or uh write a poem yeah sing dance um like i would do yoga like mm-hmm. for that type of like expression of like getting stuff out and that was super helpful um people could work out i mean just trying to funnel those stuck emotions into something creative yeah um because it's no good to suppress those things because it ends up like getting stuck in your body yeah and like becoming like disease which is like dis-ease right like that shit gets stuck oh did you guys just hear that <laughs> say that again disease is dis-ease it's dis-ease in the body mm-hmm. so when you don't process those emotions like it will come up mm-hmm. like maybe it's rosacea on the face or maybe you're getting bronchitis all the time mm-hmm. or you know you can sometimes pinpoint these things in the body from stuck emotion you know what's so funny about that that i just realized (laughs) oh my gosh 
When I first moved to Clarksville, this is kind of a side note. When I first moved to Clarksville, I was mentally probably at my worst. I was getting sick all the time, Hannah. Of course. All the time. And now I would say I'm like probably mentally at my best. I haven't been sick. I mean, knock on wood, but like I haven't been sick in a long time. Yeah. Like it's been a while. I feel like the universe or God, right? It's quiet Mm -hmm. sometimes. But then it's like if you keep ignoring it, like, all right, I'm going to show you. Yeah. Like, take care of yourself. Yeah. I'm going to get you sick. Yeah. I'm like, that's true. You have to listen. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people that are like constantly working hard too, they'll like, God will bring, I mean, a sickness will come upon you. Right. But not in a bad way, but in a way to say, hey, take care of yourself. Like, like, hey, if you're not going to take a break, I'm going to make you take a break. Exactly. Because I know that's what you need. Right. Yeah. And so we do get sick or, you know, something odd will Mm -hmm. happen and it's like, okay, like, yeah sit your ass down and relax yeah or listen to your body because our body is speaking to us Mm -hmm. um and we just need to take it like this is all we got right so don't keep your emotions like it's poison yeah um having those stuck especially those emotions that are anger fear shame guilt it will eat you alive oh yes yeah so you have to process it um And it will show, like, physically, for sure. Yeah. So, That's I so think, wild. I just, like, realized that. Yeah, yeah. I've, also been, I've been a lot better at listening to my body. And if I'm feeling even the slightest bit of a tickle in my mm-hmm. throat, I will vitamin... I will just... Everything. Take, yeah, I will just <laughs> overload because I'm like, no, 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 no. I do... I have too many things happening right, right. now. That would not be... But I am... I do listen and I am a lot better at chilling now, too. Yeah, or, like, when do I need to break or to yeah. rest or, or are you using your voice too much you know yeah. what I mean like it's just it's really cool to try to trace back like okay why yeah. did this happen yeah so well thank you so much for You're coming so on here um if people want to see your art or follow you on Instagram yeah. where can they where can they follow you what is your handle thank you for the delay it is <laughs> It's H dot J dot Frey, spelled F-R-E-Y, um, which is a cool pen name I came up with. Um, and all my art stuff will be there. So if you want to follow yeah. and see her art, um, you can follow her there. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I am so excited for future art pieces that come out. I, always, yeah. I, I follow her Instagram. I personally love seeing the new things that she comes out with. But we also talk pretty much daily so we're always talking about what we're working on um but thank you guys so much for listening and let's leave this world lighter and brighter than we left it thanks guys